0: Police, emergency. Yeah, my partner's being violent and I've left the house. Now he's got in the van and he's following me around. He would not take the answer. He threatened her by saying, if you don't, I'll kill myself. She agreed to date him and what followed this was what could only be described as the worst few months of her life. There are people around us whose lives aren't what they seem. These people are
1: trapped. They are trapped in an ongoing cycle that gradually wears them down and oppresses them to the point that they cannot recognise themselves and who they have become. They are forced to live a life where they have no control over what they say or do. They are made to believe that no one can help them and that the only true person in their life is their partner. They are isolated from the world and forced to lose all connection with everyone close to them. They are taught to stay quiet so they don't get hurt. They should not go against their partner's opinions and not voice what they want to say. To their partner, these people are just like a puppet on a string. More specifically, an object with only one profound purpose, to please its owner. My name is Ava Moday and for the last few months I have been collecting and reviewing all sorts of stories that all seem to connect and have the same basic storyline. This abuse seems to never switch off, even during the good times and this abuse is called coercive control. I want to learn the importance of spreading awareness of this issue. I want to learn how one must feel whilst experiencing this abuse and I want to know what our Australian government is doing now and how we can put an end to this ongoing cycle. Coercive control is a problem that can affect almost anyone of any age. Some may believe that this abuse only affects middle aged or young adult women. However, older women and young adolescent girls can be victims of this ongoing abuse. There is no correct or true age at which this abuse can begin. It can simply just happen. In most cases, however, there is always some element of influence. The perpetrator may have learned specific behaviors from their childhood or previous people with whom they have surrounded themselves. With this information in mind, it is common for young boys or adults who perpetrate this abuse to be unaware of the impact and consequences it can have on the victim. Generally, within these abusive scenarios, each perpetrator conducts themselves in a way that can be extremely similar to how they were brought up or raised. It may start with young boys labelling, making fun, or name-calling other girls, which can develop into a more harmful and aggressive manner in how they perceive or behave as they age. They may have been spoiled when they were younger, always able to gain control and get whatever they want, without anything interfering. Or, they may have grown up in a household where an older family figure may have displayed abusive or controlling behaviours towards their mother or even themselves. The issue of coercive control is pervasive across Australian society. You can't say what percentage of Australians who have experienced domestic abuse have been subjected to coercive control. But domestic services say they don't see anything other than coercive control. And for the most part, most children and families would be unaware of its existence. This is why it becomes so easy for younger adolescent boys or girls to mirror these abusive behaviours. Jess stated, We need to approach this issue from many different angles. From early interventions with kids and families at risk, to supporting teenagers who may both be perpetrators and victimised, our society needs to partake in some of these actions. To ensure that systems, both government and corporate, do not aid or abet perpetrators, and ensuring accountability of perpetrators, whether in court or within a community. 15-year-old Lisa, which is not her real name, was one of the many teenage girls who, without knowing, was victimized by someone she thought she truly loved. She claimed, I have heard stories that have made me realise that there is much more to abuse than hitting and yelling. Some are emotional, controlling and possessive. Coercion is one of the hardest types of abuse to recognise, because sometimes even the abuser doesn't know the damage they are doing. At the age of only 14, Lisa was in a relationship with someone she thought she truly loved. And to her recollection, her partner always seemed to be kind, caring and altogether seemed to be a good boyfriend. Yet these factors caused Lisa to be blindsided by the true abuse and force he was pushing against her. She stated, When I was tired from a day at school, he would continue to message me, begging me and pleading for nude images. This was followed by a series of messages of him forcefully pleading for them and claiming, If you love me, you ascend, or come on, just one. He would go on until I finally gave in. It was like I had no choice. These early signs of abuse continued time and time again, yet after she gave in, he would give her extreme amounts of praise and affection. However, the problem was neither Lisa nor her partner had any clue what was occurring within their relationship. So, from hearing this, it all connected to other stories I had heard previously. It seemed that neither the victim nor the abuser had any clue of the damage they were creating. They just continued to dig a hole And as they ventured further, more abusive, controlling and dominated behaviours arose. But no one knew it was happening.
0: This old friend, she was 16 at the time. She was in a relationship, she was so excited because it was her first boyfriend ever. She would always tell me how kind and caring he was. She always told me how he would tease her about how small she was and make jokes with her. It sounded like the sweetest relationship to me at an 11-year-old. I saw her again a year later, and she had completely changed. She told me how he he and her broke up. I pushed for more as I was curious. I wish I had never heard the story. She told me how he would send her pictures of his bleeding arms and hands laying it on her. He blamed his self-harm on the fact that she didn't want to sleep with him. This happened over and over, constantly being blamed for this.